0: UBS Asset Management strongly believes that emerging markets are a hotspot for sustainable investing. Good quality companies with a sustainable business model are therefore in a position to potentially outperform. However, how do you find sustainable leaders in emerging markets? And why would you want to invest in them? That's something I'll discuss today with T.A. Song, Equity Specialist Emerging Markets at UBS Asset Management. Tia, welcome. It's great to have you. Thank you. It's great to be here today. Wonderful. Tia, let me get straight to the point. Um, Is this a good time to invest in emerging markets? (laughs) Um,
1: You know, I'm an economist by training. So the answer is that it depends. And it really depends. It depends on your investment horizon. If you're, say, a short-term oriented investor, there's more uncertainty. Because as you probably know, there's a lot of market noises, especially in the short term. Market might not move because of fundamentals, but rather based on sentiment. However, if you are a long-term investor, the answer is quite clear. We believe it's good to be invested in the emerging markets for several reasons. The most dynamic economics globally are actually located in the emerging markets. There are many secular growth trends that are actually accelerating. Think about digital transformation, the evolution of the EM consumer, or climate change, just to name a few. If you are able to identify companies that are benefiting from these long-lasting trends, then there are a lot of returns to be made in the emerging markets.
0: Right. So if we think uh, long-term, how do you think that the ESG trend will develop in emerging markets in the coming years? What, What are your expectations for this?
1: We actually see many things going on in the EM space now, and ESG is definitely increasingly becoming very important. We believe in the long term, ESG will become a table stake in investing uh, in the EM space. For us at UBSS management, this is honestly speaking, not something new. When you look at our long-established investment process, we focus basically on two items. One, it's valuation. I think valuation is self-explaining, right? You want to find attractive companies. But then we focus equally important on quality. I mean... There are many ways to describe quality and many managers talk about quality, but the way we define quality, ESG plays a great role in order to avoid poor companies. And we believe that this is the path that the whole investment management industry is going to take by putting a higher focus on ESG.
0: Maybe a bit of a bold question, C.A. Do companies in emerging markets actually care about sustainability, you think? Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: We believe they definitely do. You see, in a market-based economy, there are still many externalities that are not captured by market forces. Some of them might be positive, but some of them are also negative, especially on the ESG side. However, this is changing fast. There are many different stakeholders who are working towards higher accountability, be it government bodies, regulators, but also end clients and investors. So companies are intrinsically motivated to do better on that front in order to meet the needs from all their stakeholders. Of course, that doesn't mean that all EM companies have ESG as their highest priority. But again, the advantage of active management where we can be more selective uh, about these companies So all in all, we would say on an absolute level, yes, there is still some catch up to do for EM companies compared to the developed market. But the momentum is definitely pointing to the right direction. Right. Uh, Now, when we look at the traditional
0: uh, metrics, EM companies usually get quite low scores on, on ESG. Does that automatically mean that they are less sustainable? In fact,
1: this is a very crucial point you make. The best way to understand this is go a bit back in time to see how the first ESG, you know, like metrics have been uh, evaluated. So in the beginning, you had some third-party data provider sending out questionnaire to companies and based on the answers, they would give out the rating. However, some companies might not have the resources to fill out an extensive, uh, extensive questionnaire or some companies are simply not aware of the significance. So they would receive a poorer rating. Of course, the data vendor don't have the resources to follow up with all the companies. So it's sometimes a rather superficial analysis. Because the lack of disclosure doesn't automatically imply pro-ESG Rather, it means that further investigation is needed. And hence, we go beyond the traditional metrics. You need to dig deeper. You need to have analysts on the ground who can actually really understand what's going on. You know, we have analysts in Shanghai, Singapore, and Hong Kong. And our ex-Asia analysts are also very close to the company from Brazil or from Eastern Europe. So that you can really go beyond the standard reported numbers and really to understand whether the company is sustainable or not. Right. And of course, we're also interested in
0: outperformance or performance in general. And it looks like EM companies with top ESG scores significantly outperformed in the past decade. Um, what would you
1: say explains that outperformance? This is indeed a uh, interesting field of uh, research. There are many data sets out there. Some of them indicate what you just mentioned, that there is a high correlation and this uh, you know, correlation is also statistically significant, while other data sets don't point to that. So I think against this backdrop, it's difficult to make a broad sweeping statement. What I can say, though, for our team is that our investment approach, as I mentioned before, has always put a high focus on quality where ESG played a big role We have been able to outperform the broader market consistently and we believe that is among others thanks to our quality tilt where the high ESG focus was needed to avoid many value traps and poor quality companies.
0: Let's talk a bit more about your uh, strategy at UBS uh, CA. So let's zoom in on the Emerging Markets Equity Sustainable Leaders uh, Strategy. Uh, Let's start with what is the definition of a sustainable leader
1: in your view? Mm -hmm. Happy to do so. Um, Before we launched the strategy, we put a lot of thoughts on what would be the right definition of sustainable, and we aimed for a holistic definition of that. We believe it is important to be sustainable along multiple dimensions in order to be successful over the long term. First of all, we looked for trends that are structural and long lasting. And within these trends, we aim to identify companies that are leaders or potential future leaders that have a sustainable competitive edge in one or multiple dimensions versus the its peers and This is really important only by doing so you are able to deliver above industry growth and at the same time, we also aim for an average to high quality ESG profile on the portfolio level that is sustainable over time compared to the broader market. Of course, we have strict exclusion criteria for this strategy. For instance, we exclude fossil fuel, tobacco, alcohol, among others. And we believe that's really the solid fundament you need in order to deliver value add for the investor over a sustained time period. Right. And how do you then find those sustainable leaders at
0: CA? Could you maybe explain the investment process?
1: Yeah. I mean, as the saying goes, you know, many almost always leads to Rome. So you can be successful with uh, different approaches. But execution is important. How do you implement that? In our case, we run a classical fundamental research with a bottom-up stock picking. And the key is that we do so-called boots-on-the-ground research. We don't just sit in the office in front of the computer and do desk research. That's not enough to generate alpha. We want to be close to the companies have it, have the full picture I said, we have analysts in Asia and uh, in Europe, and we don't only talk to the management, we talk to the end clients, we talk to the suppliers, we talk to the industry experts, to our own channel checks, to really understand what's going on, to really see which companies have actually an edge. And when we identify this company, we do not shy away to take also a big active weight. And that's how we have been able to generate a value add for the end client. So in the end of the day, I would say it's a lot of nitty-gritty work, but that's also what makes this interesting and very rewarding.
0: And and how important is it to engage with emerging market companies on the
1: topic of ESG? I would say it's very important, but it's getting even more important uh, going forward. As we talked before, the companies themselves realize the importance of ESG uh, more and more. But at the same time, there's also high expectation from investors on the company to make ESG the priority. So against this backdrop, select companies are more than eager to talk to us during the engagement to understand what is important. And we're also happy you know, to have this uh, uh, conversation, how they can do better.
0: Can, can you maybe give us an example of how you've been engaging
1: with companies? Sure, happy to do so. I mean, we actually have uh, quite uh, um, a lot of... Um, and engagement with different companies, but I think one good example I can do uh, is the example of a food manufacturer. So there is a dairy produce in Asia that is very attractive and is gaining market share in a growing market. You probably know that the population in some part of Asia is increasingly their dairy protein intake, so it's getting more and more popular. So a bit I would say you know similar to what we have in the, in the Europe. However, on the ESG front, it has flagged rather poorly because of their disclosure policy. In the past, this company had some safety issues, however, they have uh, turned that around and have rectified that and now now doing much better. However, they were not aware that this is important. You know, to do do good and also talk about it. So after several rounds of engagement, they were ready to overhaul their disclosure policy, and by doing so, they have become a much more transparent company and have actually even improved their industry ranking. So I think that's a very good example for ESG uh, for engagement that has gone well. That has. Uh, resulted in a positive outcome.
0: Right, yeah, no, very good example. And you, you mentioned disclosure levels already. And I can imagine that the ESG disclosure levels in emerging markets do lag behind of those in the more developed markets. So how do you make sure that you get the right information? Mm-hmm. This is really
1: key. It's not enough just to buy data from data vendors, right? You need to have a big team to have local presence in order to talk to the key decision maker and also need to understand, you know, how to interpret the information. So that's why having the boots on the ground to be close to the company and to have your proprietary research is really key to get the right information. Um, Ultimately, I think, you know, this big presence is really needed uh, because, You can also have a lot of data by just sitting in front of your desk, right? But then you cannot really tell which information is really needed or not. But by being close to the companies, you can actually... Uh, do a much better uh, job um, by 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 taking the right interpretation, interpretation of the data.
0: Yeah, I get it. Um, almost at the end of the interview already, CA, so my final question is about um, active management, uh, because many investors say that if you want to be sustainable in emerging markets, you have to go active. Uh, perhaps you can give us an example of how an active approach can help select the right companies or maybe avoid potential
1: risky companies. Um, yeah, So first of all, I would say emerging markets as the least inefficient market, at least compared to the developed markets, it has paid out to be active. You know, we had uh, several strategies like uh, global emerging markets or global emerging markets halo or Asian halo strategy, which have been able to deliver very consistent alpha over the years. And this is even more true, you know, when we turn the focus to sustainability. Because if you think about it, if you're invested in the broader market, you will have uh, many stocks in your portfolio. Uh, and just as it's always the case, there will be some great companies, but you can also not avoid some bad companies. But in our case, we run a high conviction strategy with only a limited number of stocks. So we can do, and we also do a um, much better due diligence. We are willing to put a lot of uh, effort, time and resources to find these high quality names. You know, with 30 to 60, the companies in the portfolio as opposed to more than thousand uh, you can avoid uh, really bad companies so the outcome is definitely better.
0: Okay great thanks for clarifying that and thank you for being here with me thanks for your time and for your insights. Thank you it was my pleasure. You listened to a podcast about why ESG leaders outperform in emerging markets. I would like to thank today's guest CA Song equity specialist emerging markets at UBS Asset Management. This podcast is offered to you by UBS Asset Management. For more podcasts, please visit the FontsNews website fontsnews.nl forward slash podcast.
2: Disclaimer For marketing and information purposes by UBS, for professional clients or qualified investors only, UBS funds under Luxembourg, Swiss, German, and Irish law. Before investing in a product, please read the latest prospectus carefully and thoroughly. The information and opinions contained in this document have been compiled, or arrived at, based upon information obtained from sources believed to be reliable and in good faith, but is not guaranteed as being accurate, nor is it a complete statement or summary of the securities, markets or developments referred to in the document. Members of the UBS group may have a position in, and may make a purchase and or sale of any of the securities or other financial instruments mentioned in this document. Units of UBS funds mentioned herein may not be eligible for sale in all jurisdictions or to certain categories of investors and may not be offered, sold or delivered in the United States. The information mentioned herein is not intended to be construed as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any securities or related financial instruments. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. The performance shown does not take account of any commissions and costs charged when subscribing to and redeeming units. Commissions and costs have a negative impact on performance. If the currency of a financial product or financial service is different from your reference currency, the return can increase or decrease as a result of currency fluctuations. This information pays no regard to the specific or future investment objectives, financial or tax situation or particular needs of any specific recipient. The details and opinions contained in this document are provided by UBS without any guarantee or warranty and are for the recipient's personal use and information purposes only. This document may not be reproduced, redistributed or republished for any purpose without the written permission of UBS Asset Management Switzerland AG or a local affiliated company. Source for all data and charts, if not indicated otherwise, UBS Asset Management. This document contains statements that constitute forward-looking statements, including, but not limited to, statements relating to our future business development. While these forward-looking statements represent our judgments and future expectations concerning the development of our business, a number of risks, uncertainties and other important factors could cause actual developments and results to differ materially from our expectations. More explanations of financial terms can be found at ubs.com am-glossary. Copyright UBS 2021. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.